Welcome to Mornings with Matt, personal and professional development training that connects the art of acting with critical life skills and self-mastery. Presented by the Deering Acting Studio. So good morning. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing pretty good. Good. Yeah, pretty good. What? So- um, after yesterday's master class, I don't know. I guess I, I was such a big learning experience. I had like a really big headache and I, I was really exhausted. And I'm like, why am I so exhausted? Maybe it was just from all the information that I learned. So yeah. it's kind of hard to get up a little, but now that I'm up, I feel much better. Nice. So, so talk to me about that moment, actually. Um, the, the waking up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's something just waking up in general or specifically today. Yeah. Today. Cause you, you know, I, I agree okay. with you. What happens is we, we do exert a lot of energy in masterclass and it's a lot of, uh, emotional and mental. And even, even though we're, we're online, I mean, a physical energy, you know, there's, there's a lot that kind of goes into that experience and, it's hard mm-hmm. to explain if you're not a part of it, but when you're, when you become a part of the masterclass, it's like afterward, you're just like, Whoa, what happened to me? You know? So, yeah, so, so, no, so this sure. morning you had this, this feeling of like, it was really hard to get up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so tell me about yeah, that decision to get up. Like, cause, cause I think we're all faced with a decision every day to wake up. Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah. Um, like I said, it was just really, I was really tired. You know, I got, I usually stay up pretty late. I'm kind of a night owl. And yeah, last night, like even like it was probably nine o'clock and I'm just, I could barely keep my eyes open. I was so tired from the day mm-hmm. and, um, my decision to get up, obviously I really wanted to come talk to you and ask you some questions, but, um, it's something I struggle with and I'm really trying to get better. Just no matter how tired I am. I mean, I even woke up before my alarm clock too, just to really push through and take that next step. Um, and I know it's only going to help me grow as a person. So just trying to fight that feeling is something I'm trying to overcome because I'm, I'm such a snoozer, even like getting up for work, snooze, yeah. like sleep, snooze. Right. So it's always tough for me. Well, and so, so, um, the reason I asked was it was really hard for me this morning as well. My, oh, okay. I, I was working on some of our business analytics and things last night and I passed out on the couch so I'm, mm. I've got like my glasses hanging off my head and I slept in my clothes and my wife was, uh, she's breastfeeding. So she was, she was going to feed the baby middle of the night when I usually wake up. And, uh, so it was like, you know, three in the morning and she, and she's like, Hey baby, your alarm's going off. I don't know if you want to wake up. And I started, I started babbling something about setting up cameras or something. I don't know what I was talking about, but there was this decision, you mm-hmm. know, and I was faced with the decision and I wanted so badly to go back to sleep. I really did. And what's interesting though, is for me, the motivating factor to just today was Joey. And the reason was yesterday he told me, he's like, dude, I'm getting up tomorrow. I can't wait to see you in there. I'm going to do the three 30 thing. I'll see you in there. Wow. So when I woke up and I was faced with that choice because Mm -hmm. it wasn't about me, that's why, and I was like, oh, like he'll be fine. And then I'm like, no, dude, like you got to be there. You got to show up because you got to set that example for the person who's trying to, you know, trying to do what they're going to do. And so mm-hmm. what's interesting is today you had something extra in this show, in this, you know, cause you've committed to being here. So by making that pre-commitment, you've told yourself, okay, well, I've, I've, I've committed to something that I can't get out of, so to speak. And what's funny is Joey didn't even show up at the 3.30 mark. He missed it. 
Oh. But it didn't matter because I'm still grateful for him. Like by the time he got in, I actually just said, and, and by the way, he got in at like 4.30. So, I mean, he's like still early, but, but yeah, point, yeah. point being is like when, when he got in, I was nothing but grateful for the day before because whether he showed up or not, it gave me an excuse to have to get up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think in the, in the night before, when you plan your, your night and you plan for the snooze button, you know, it exists. Mm-hmm. then you're you're priming yourself to snooze. Mm. But if you take snooze out of the equation and say it's not an option anymore, like like I don't believe in setting a backup alarm, you know, if you if you so I mean set up yeah. you, you can, but not for the sake of of the snooze button, you know. I mean, you should if if you want to have like separate alarms just to make, you know, guarantee you're going to get up or whatever, but but like you mm-hmm. said today, you got up before your alarm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That means you you like, programmed yourself and your mind to wake up. And when you woke up, you were more afraid to go back to sleep because you're like, well, if I go back to sleep and then my alarm goes off and then I hit snooze again, like, you're like, I don't even deal with all that because that's a, that's a question mark. If I'm up, I might as well just get up, you know? And, and, yeah. and that's what happens if, if you, that's what I call packing your bags. If you pack your bags the night before and you've made the decision, it's amazing what our human bodies are capable of doing. Like, how did you, as tired as you were, you, a quote, not a morning person is what you were saying. How do you just get up mm-hmm. before your alarm? Like, how does your internal clock just go off like that? It's, it's magical, mm-hmm. sort of. It is, Yeah. <laughs> So it's exciting, you know, you, you, you're faced with a choice and you make that decision and then, then here you are. So, all right, good. So what are the questions you got for me today? Yeah. Um, so it kind of, well, it was going with masterclass yesterday, um, kind of talking about the online stuff. And then it also kind of correlates with something in real life that I struggle with. So, um, I wrote it down and basically I talked about how I took the online method. Um, like in the beginning I was, I was kind of not looking at all of the positives of the online method. And I didn't realize all the possibilities that there were, you know, to be able to perform masterclass online. And truthfully, like, I feel like I didn't prepare enough and I was really disappointed with the scene and the preparation. Um, And when I was in masterclass before, I felt like I took like 10 steps forward. And then now I kind of feel like I took five steps back. And then I realized this correlates with my own life because I took your self-growth workshop and I've been trying to apply a lot of that stuff, like doing my daily affirmations, my journals, but I just kind of find myself stuck in this rut. Like I'll make a lot of progress and then like I'll realize like, oh, I'm doing the same thing again. And I feel like, like spinning my wheels, even in acting. Yeah. So too. this is a really, really good question. And I'm and I'm super glad that you you asked it. And I'm and I'm glad that you're being honest with yourself. So Mm-hmm. There's a couple things. Number one, did you take five steps backward? Yeah, you probably did. And and mainly it's because of the mindset walking into the class. But you also are five, 10, 15 steps in front of anybody who didn't take the class. Anybody who decided that just, just they completely gave up on it because they thought, well, there's no way this is going to be good. And so they just bailed. So you're you're ahead of those people way ahead of those people and put yourself in a position to grow, to have a wake up call and to now get on it. And so you have, you have today and tomorrow morning to do something about it. I, I got a text, uh, it came in last night. I didn't see it till this morning. Joey, the reason he wasn't here at the three thirty mark is he was up really late last night with his scene partner and they rehearsed six hours. 
Wow. Six hours straight. And mm-hmm. you either want it or you don't. And that and they they want it, you know, they wanted to get better. And they had the same similar wake up call to you. Um, mm-hmm. his scene partner had and just was like, you know what? Like we we're well, we did what we did. Now what can we do about it? You know, that's the question. So when it comes to the the growth and development workshop and how you were on this like path and feeling so good and doing all these things, um, I'm in the same boat. I was in the exact same place. And then then this, it's like, poof, get hit with this wave of like n- n- uncertainty, right? So yeah. what you need to do is start over. You need new affirmations. You need new goals. You need, you, you have to adjust because the world has changed forever. It's not going back. It'll go back some like we're not all going to be in lockdown, but but w- things have adjusted. That's just the way it is. So forever, education will be different. Forever, the acting industry will be different. Forever, this is this has just in our business alone, we've progressed two years and two and a half weeks. That's what happened because we had to. And and some businesses did that and they're going to survive and some businesses didn't and they won't. And that's the truth of it. So I was listening to a um, a speech that this guy named Simon, Sen- I think it's Sendek, was giving to his employees just recently. And he was mentioning that this really isn't that different than a lot of other crises that have come up over time in that. For instance, when the internet came along, some people jumped on the bandwagon and some people didn't. Some people doubled down on their old ways and some people doubled down on trying to, trying to innovate and become a part of the new. Anybody who didn't, anybody who fought against the internet and thought like this is a fad, they went out of business. Mm. He mentioned Starbucks. He's like, Starbucks came into a neighborhood and the coffee shops went out of business. Why? It wasn't because of Starbucks. It's not Starbucks' fault. It's those, those other companies failed to innovate. They failed to keep up. They kept their old couch that wasn't nice and had cracks in it, and, and there's a better product across the street. They needed to upgrade, and they would have been just fine. In our neighborhood, we've seen this. There's this little coffee shop called 32 Shea, and you, you know, we, we go there a lot. We like, we like their, their establishment and we've supported them because they, they came into business shortly after we did in the same neighborhood. So we've, we've kind of always been fans of theirs and a, a, a bigger company came into, into the neighborhood they called press coffee and press is a big, mm-hmm. a bigger coffee brand and people know it and, and it's really fancy and, and two stories and it's like, nice. And I, and truthfully I go there, I like press. Yeah. But what did 32 Shea do? They doubled down on what was unique about them. So w- they had things that that press didn't have. They had a drive-through. So they doubled down on their drive-through and they said, "Hey, we're going to we're going to extend our drive-through hours. We're going to we're going to focus on the things that we're really good at that make us new like unique and they have survived and thrived having a competitor drop in right across the street from them." Mm-hmm. So, but, but, but having said that, they can't keep doing the same thing 
and expect to survive. They can't, they can't do the same thing press is doing because press maybe does those things better than them. So they have to figure out what they do really well. Mm-hmm. So my point mm-hmm. is when, when this all happened to us a, a, inside our walls, my first initial meeting with the team was like, okay, I, this, is, this is weird, but I, I have this feeling that a week from now, we're not going to be working together in the same, in the same room. And this is before we decided to have classes online. And we, we were just so, we were barely ahead of the curve in, in every movement. So we had, we had moved our classes online the day before the, the governor announced like, you have to, you know? So we were like, we were like right there on the, on the precedent of everything, but we were, we were aware of things, but not trying not to be fearful. So we decided we were going to do a giving campaign. That was our whole thing. So I was going to give speeches and talk to healthcare workers and just be like as giving as we possibly could be. So we made that mm-hmm. choice. And then all of a sudden we're like, okay, we got to double down on our video content. We need to be, we need to get better at online classes. We, we've already been doing them. We, we already had sort of a program, but now I'm like, we got to reinvent this. Like I, I, I refuse to put up a product that's going to be the same thing we were doing. And it's just a zoom link. Like I refuse to do that. We have to, mm-hmm. we have to reinvent the genre. And I'm not saying we did it on day one, but I'm saying that we are in the process of doing that. Like no one's doing it the way we're doing it. I promise you. So, so now we're in the middle of this like invention of something brand new. Well, where did that come from? I spent two, three days as the CEO of our company rewriting our mission and vision. Our values didn't change. Our values are the same. Our why that we do this did not change, but some specific things had to change. So for instance, in our original vision statement, we've always believed in putting out light-driven content, but it was something that we were going to do once we had achieved certain milestones. Well, now all of a sudden it's like, that becomes number one priority. So I had to rewrite the vision and go, ah, this, this belongs in the mission. Like we got to now put this in the mission because this is not what we're doing now. This is not what we're going to do in the future. This is our now. And the reason this is important is because I repeat these things every morning. I repeat them every night. So for me to be repeating something that we're not doing or not planning to do, then, then I'm, I'm not like fully behind what I'm saying. So Long story short, what you need to do for yourself personally is go back and start those sheets from scratch. Retake that work. As a matter of fact, I should do a workshop. Let's just put that on the schedule, Brett. Okay? Um, I'll, I'll do a new personal you development said a what? workshop. What's that? A new personal development workshop oh, on the oh, calendar. Yeah. Sorry. I- yeah, well, I, okay. we, we need to do one. We'll do one online and we'll do one now in, this, in the new environment that we're in because truthfully, even those forms that I handed out to you, we, we need to recreate them. Yeah. You know, and, and so that would be from our end and from your end, you need to, you need to think about redoing it. Your, your okay. affirmations are just gonna be slightly different where, you know, you, you have to word it in such a way that it makes sense for the environment you live in and for the world that we're in right now. And even if things did reverse all the way back, um, there's no, there's no downside to maximizing the, you know, the couple months that we're stuck in quarantine. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be how you, how you get yourself out of that. Then the next step is take the lesson that you just learned in masterclass and apply it everywhere. And here's the lesson you learned. 
you didn't put in all the effort because you thought it wasn't going to be the same. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, oh, yeah. I'll just I'll just do this because it'd be kind of fun or whatever. And you you didn't you didn't do everything you could. So what you want to do is you want to reframe your mind and say, from now on, in anything I'm doing, it doesn't matter if it's an online course or it's something else or this or that. Whatever it is, I give always 120% of my effort. So rather than thinking about the limitations of whatever it is, I'm going to be thinking about how could I make this something great, something extraordinary. And it's from that question that the masterclass online has been as magical as it's been so far because those are the questions I ask myself. And I can tell you, I was just as terrified as you were and just as scared and just as like, how is this going to work? But by asking the right questions and putting in the right amount of work, we started finding some cool answers. And so Mm -hmm. I asked, I asked our team, I said, so, so what makes masterclass special? Why is it so magical? And as we started answering different questions, we, we started thinking, well, that's not possible. And I would, and I'd go, well, what if it was possible? Then what would that look like? And that's how Joey came up with that answer. Um, we've hardly used it so far, but he, he came up with this thing. And so this, this is now, I have what's called a teacher cam. And so when I want to be able to show you an angle, as a matter of fact, he critiqued me this morning, which I love, but he, he told me when you were doing Danielle's lesson about the computer, he's like, you should have gone teacher cam because it was awkward with the computer and this and that. And he's like, it would have been very easy for you to teach her right here and show her via, via this device. And I was like, oh, cool, good idea. But the point being is, is yeah. part of masterclass is, is when it's appropriate, I jump on my feet and I give, you know, I, I inject some energy into a scene. I can help show the actor exactly what to do. And, and, and we talked about that being one of the advantages of, of masterclass that we were not able to do. And then mm-hmm. we thought, but, but what if we could, how, how would we do that? What would it look like? And I'm like, well, I guess I could have a phone, but I don't, like, I don't know how that would work. Like, there's no way we can have two different like Zoom logins or something like that wouldn't work. And Joey's like, well, why wouldn't it? I'm like, I don't, well, I don't know. So <laughs> next thing you know, you're asking the right questions, trying to find a good answer and then you get someplace. Yeah. You, I just wanted to say you guys did an amazing job. Like, honestly, like for some reason I felt more nervous doing it online than actually in class. And it felt so surreal. And I just, my mind was just like literally about the possibilities of online and like watching the other scenes. I was like, Oh my gosh, like that was so good. So you guys did a really good job. Well, thank you. And, and everyone, and, and, and all the actors did a great job too, but thank you. We, we, we put a lot of time in and the, the team here deserves a lot of credit because we, mm-hmm. we have just, we've always been committed. You know, I don't, no one knows the behind the scenes over here, but when we put on a, a regular masterclass in person, we're always working about 16 hour days because our team is in the scenes. They're out of the scenes. They're producing the scenes. They're editing the scenes. They're trying to advertise for you guys and trying to like make everybody feel like a superstar. I mean, it's a, it's a big deal. And so now having to learn a whole new medium and do all that stuff at the same time, it's, it's a different animal. And, um, and yeah, I agree. I think it felt, it felt very, it was, it was weird after the second one, I would, I went on lunch and I called Shay and I just asked him like, Hey, so, you know, how can I get better? What were some, some things? And she goes, Matt, it was awesome. She's like, how'd it feel for you? And I was like, it was weird. It felt like a regular masterclass. Like it really felt, it felt mm-hmm. kind of like the same. And I, I was surprised that it felt that way. And she's like, yeah, it was so cool. And so mm-hmm. I was like, all right, uh, you know, awesome. 
So, so yeah, we're just venturing into these waters with you guys. And, you know, when I look back on it, I'm going, this, this is, this is really neat what we've been able to, to do. And I, I think I said this to open up the masterclass that this, I, I, at first I was about to say, hopefully this is our last one like this. And then I stopped myself and I said, or maybe not, you know, may, maybe even if we could choose to do it this way, maybe we would sometimes. And, and then mm-hmm. someone, I think someone was like, oh, I hope not. And then I, and I said, but, but think about it. What, what if somebody from another country wants to take the class and they can't fly out here? Now, now we can actually do it. Yeah. You know, now you could be seen partners with somebody in a completely different country in a completely different time zone. You could, you know, and, and boom, like all of our limitations are are lifted, you know? And I imagine a class now where half the students are in person, half the students are virtual and you, and you have a in-person slash virtual community and you get to watch the people who are virtual while you're here and they get to watch you from where they are here at the studio. Um, so like our minds are expanding too. And we're going, there's a lot of possibilities here. Yeah. It's endless. That That's what I was just thinking about too. And you know, the way that you were saying in masterclass, how you're not only the actor, but what were you saying? You're the director, the producer, you said you're everything. Yeah. The, well, the cam- specifically the cinematographer. Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're the uh-huh. cameraman or camera woman. And then yeah, you're, you're the also now I'm realizing the editor, I'm adding that onto my speech because you're yeah. all, you're also realizing that what, what we show the audience on our phone is our edit. Yeah. 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 So I thought that was amazing too. So cool. All right, good. Um, what else you got for me? Um, um, more so about the online or personally or no, I know. I thought you said you had a couple questions. So, so basically going back to the, um, going back to the masterclass idea, I just want, I want you to take this lesson if nothing else that you, you will never again not give your absolute 100% best preparation no matter what you'll you'll ask your question what if what what if i could do this or how do i how do i give extra effort you know be, because it's harder you know mm-hmm. and when you do that even if it's not great you'll feel good on the inside when it's done you're not going to have that regret afterward and mm-hmm. that that was kind of the the same message i was trying to give to ian too and i think it's funny cuz I was speaking to him, but I think I was speaking to a lot of people when I was saying the the thing about the prep work, you know, because right mm-hmm. afterward, a couple other students were saying, oh, I want to, I want to be, I want you to talk to me like that. Like, give me that same message, you know? So th- yeah. there, there's this idea of, are you doing what, what is enough or are you giving your best? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you just want to demand the best yeah. of yourself. Yeah. And sometimes I know um, Jada, I think she talked about, she feels she's not giving enough on your mornings with Matt. And I can relate to that. Sometimes it's hard to tell. Like, I don't know. I, I really struggle. Like, okay, can I give more than that? Oh, I know I can. But then for some reason, sometimes I'm like afraid to go above and beyond, or I don't know my limitations. It's like a really weird thing that I struggle with too. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people relate to that. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's another one of the magical things about masterclass is it's hard. It's really hard and it demands a lot from you. So 
even if for yeah. just a couple weeks, a, a month, and, and a weekend, you you will be putting out more effort than you normally do. You just have to. And then you have to mm -hmm. ask yourself the question, gosh, if I could even just do half this much work on a daily basis, just imagine where I'd be. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Wow. I feel like I don't even know what to say. I'm just taking everything in. Yeah, that was so helpful because, yeah, the feeling stuck in a rut, I've struggled with that. And I'm happy to know I'm not alone, too. And I can overcome that. And I'm definitely going to rewrite uh, my affirmations because, yeah, I was saying them and I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm just saying them at this point. So yeah, I need to change it. It's, it's got it. It's got to mean something in your heart. Like it really does. I, I think you would probably remember the example I gave during that workshop, but I, I had said that one of my affirmations was, I am so happy and grateful now that I'm a best-selling author and public speaker who is paid to mm -hmm. travel the world to inspire those who aspire to be great. Well, mm -hmm. the problem was I started getting paid to travel and to, to coach and to speak. And I was unhappy because I was spending too much time away from my family, too much time away from my team. These are the people that I love, that I want to be around. So I was getting a goal that I thought I wanted, but really the way I was getting it, I wasn't happy. So I changed it. So then I, it was same, same affirmation came out, but then I said, travel the world with my family and my team. You know, mm -hmm. so like now it's like, okay, it's a different animal. And, and now if you want to hire me, it costs more because I, I'm bringing these people with me. So, so even if it takes me three, four five years longer than it would have, I don't mind that because now I'm not setting a goal that's going to make me unhappy. Or even if I have to travel by myself to get there, I know my eventual goal is to bring the people I love with me because that's what, that's what fulfills me. Gotcha. Um, and one more question on your personal development workshop, when you told us like to write and journal every day, mm -hmm. um, like, what do you exactly write? Sometimes I, I struggle what to write about. I'll, I'll just kind of like, I'll sometimes write at the end of the day and I'll just write about what I did today. Or sometimes I'll think about, okay, what do I need to work on? But what do you write about exactly? I, I know that's kind of a broad question and it's different for everyone. Yeah. So, um, so first and foremost, something. If you can, I mean, yeah. just, just the process of doing that is good, but I, mm -hmm. I like to, I like to look back and give, give myself both wins and losses. So if I can say, if I look back on the day and I say, okay, here, here are the things you did. Um, here are the things that you didn't do and should have done or could have done. And then maybe you can go back the day before and you can even look at your journal if you're doing a, a good job with this and you can say, there's why because of that decision to pick up that piece of ice cream or whatever it is caused you to be feel sluggish, which caused you to do this, which caused you to do that. And you can actually see the pattern and you go, and that's why you didn't get this thing done today. So then, then you don't have to be mad. You just have to adjust. And then you mm -hmm. realize, okay, when I make decisions, they matter. These little decisions add up and cumulatively they become a big deal. One little decision doesn't doesn't seem like it does that much, but over time, it's a big deal. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I I never I don't know why I didn't think of writing the wins and the losses, but that's helpful. Yeah, it, it, just see it as a tracking system for yourself, and so it's like your thoughts on paper, but it's giving your it's giving you a um, sort of like a blueprint for for hey, I feel good today. Okay, mm -hmm. awesome. Write it out. I feel good. Um, then if you're not feeling good, go back. When was the last day I wrote that I felt good? 
what did I do that day? What did I do the day before? What was I doing all week? And you'll notice, you'll probably be like, dang, I was having all these good days in a row. I was waking up at a certain time before my alarm. I was doing this, I was doing that. And you'll, you'll notice all the stuff you were doing. I was working out, like whatever. And, yeah. and things you didn't associate with happiness, like nutrition and health and different things, all of a sudden you go, wow, like that's so connected. I, I mean, no, I know every time I go into a depressive state, the, one of the first places I, I look is what is my water intake and what is my sugar intake? And if I, need to, if I need a major jolt to my system, I'll just go on a sugar fast for like five days because it's a guarantee it's going gonna, it's gonna to open up my mind a little bit and it's going to relieve me of some of the stress that I'm feeling. Because um, usually, you know, my stress trigger, I'm, I'm going to just go to like a piece of candy or something like that. Like that's, that's, that's my, my thing. So knowing that about myself, writing it down, having to hold myself accountable for that. Now it's like, do I still do it? Sure. But at least, at least I'm holding myself accountable and I know how to get myself out of the rut. Okay. So basically you have to know yourself well enough to know how to get yourself out of the rut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we've got masterclass here in a couple hours. So we, we probably ought to wrap this thing up. It was great talking to you, Danielle. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. That was really helpful. I really appreciate your time. No problem. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. This was Mornings with Matt. We'll be here every morning at 7 a.m. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Matt. Please like, subscribe, and follow us at Deering Acting Studio to keep up with the latest content. For more information on classes, private lessons, or professional development coaching, visit www.deeringstudio.com. Have a Deering day, everyone.